As I sit here in solitude, pondering what exactly it was that happened last time on Modular, I come to a conclusion. You, the audience listening at home, may not know yourselves. It is with great displeasure that I am not able to disclose said information. However, as a purveyor of truth and a seeker of knowledge, I have decided that it is my implicit duty to inform you, the listener, of the events that have transpired prior to your listening of this episode. Yet, a narrator... I am not. No, I am but merely a bridge between the advertisements and the story at hand, and like any bridge I must have a good foundation. This foundation has been laid before me by those who have come to the aid of this podcast long before I had ever heard of it. In these foundations that they have lain, I must stand upon triumphantly and say that of which I am attested to say. So without any further rambling, I present to you Modular or at least the knowledge of what has happened previously. When last we left off, Locke had arrived in Neverwinter. He was unable to save his baby sister. He, accompanied by Leas and Erlenthar, went to his uncle's house to rest before a return journey to Waterdeep. However, as he lay in his bath, he is approached by a man whose master, a genie known as the Sultan of Souls, propositions him in a soul trade, the soul and life of his sister for the soul of a close friend. Before he can answer, he receives a sending from his old friend Volteroy, and now he must go and save Annie Oakleaf. Jack Dean. My name is Thorin George. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, Thorin. These are the pre-written stories made by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign. You want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe your player's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you want a little bit of escapism from the world at large and getting away from you know corrupt politicians who, despite the world ending around them, still look out for their own interests. So you've decided to come to our podcast, but that definitely doesn't happen. Haha, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you should be warned. Uh, each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running, and right now, we're running The Rise of Tiamat. So if you don't want spoilers, you should probably leave now. And there is one more warning we should offer them. That's right. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence... And a murder most foul. <laughs> So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. 
and our session 36 of the rise of tiamat it's a modular pod it's a modular pod little dnd for you and me oh yeah uh so how's how's the weather there currently is it's pretty bad although really? this uh uh it's just it's just it's just raining a lot but uh so you might find it interesting isn't that, a, i was gonna say isn't that normal in england in london yeah yeah yeah, it's, it's pretty normal, but you know, oh, okay. yeah, I, I've been enjoying it being dry and cold rather than cold and wet. Yeah. We did um, a, uh, a water pipe burst recently near where we live, so we didn't have water for like a day. Uh, and, oh hell yeah! Yeah, right. And down uh, down the road, people, apparently it was it was so bad that people had to use boats to pick people up. Now I know in America that like that's like presumably that happens all the time because you get you know hurricanes and flooding and stuff like that. But here in England. That shit doesn't happen all the time. Holy shit. That's crazy. From a water pipe pipe bursting? Yeah, just from like a single water pipe. That's insane. Mm. Holy yeah, shit. Pretty bad. Hey, when's the last time the Thames? That's that's the river going through London? Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time that uh overflowed? When's the last time that river flooded? I mean, Ten, I mean, technically, I think it, I think it breaks its banks all the time, but because oh, it's, okay. um, but because it's like because the city's sort of been built around it and is like slightly higher than that the makes Thames, sense. It doesn't really, yeah. Presumably, it'd be the same as like, uh, say, I don't know, the, the Hudson or the uh, Potomac. Is that the other one? Yeah, or something like that. Where it's like it's like it's not a case of the water is like right up to the level. It's like it's a little further down. Cause that makes the, sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool, cool river, though. God, I'd love to go back to antiquity and see that place, see Europe. Yeah, I'd love that. I mean, I, uh, especially close to where, like, where I live, we live by quite a few like uh, Docklands and things like that. So there's a lot of uh, history about... Oh, hell yeah. So, I mean, actually, I'm just up the road from uh, the old Naval College where, you know, like... Uh, Horatio Nelson and you know, Waterloo and everything. Not by Waterloo, I was at Battle of Trafalgar and all sorts. Like all those officers were trained there, so that's pretty cool. Oh hell yeah! Love that. That's of history. really cool. Do you? Does England have a lot of uh, Roman architecture left, or did y'all tear it down? No, loads. We got loads. Oh really? My. Yeah, you see, all, you see it all the time. Uh, probably not as much as, say, somewhere like Rome. But, yeah, um, well, probably not. <laughs> yeah, but my uh, like my old office, for example, in the uh, the downstairs meeting room just had, there's a, in London, there's a, something called the Roman Wall, which is like the original Roman um, outskirts, like the, the wall that was originally around Londinium. And it's still just, parts of it are still just there, and they, it just runs through this office that's been built around it. You just see it as you walk past, like, a... Tower Bridge, and for example, it's right next to that. God, that's fucking cool. Mm, you can see loads of uh, stuff. I mean, there's a park near uh, near where I live that um, there's no there's no ruins anymore, but there's like a little. You can see like there's a little hill in like the middle of like a flat field, and the hill was because it used to be a Roman temple. Wow. So shit like that. That's nuts. I would love to go and see that shit. Um. Especially because all this cool shit in America was uh, torn down. Um, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Locke. 
you and Leah Sinner sitting at your uncle's table with a map of the Sword Coast. And Leah, you have been for a couple hours now just trying to plot out routes to Candlekeep. But the quickest way that you can think of, or, or that Leasin has been able to do, would be by boat. But that is about a three-week journey. And Leasin says by that point, Annie will most likely have been tried and executed. There has to be... I mean, we're never winter, for God's sake. There must be some sort of teleportation circle or or so, someone we can speak to who who can lend us, I don't know, a, a griffin or, or, or something that can make, make this easier. Actually, I think there might be... Uh, I know there's... Come with me, come with me. And you see he grabs this map and he, uh, you know, rolls it up and puts it in his pack and, and he begins heading outside without really a word to you. Um, your uncle looks and says, Leaving so soon? Well, it was good to see you, Locke. Likewise, I wish I was under better circumstances, but uh, if this if this all ends the way we want it to end, then... I'll come and visit again, and um, perhaps you, I, and Teresa can can all be together. Of course, I'll uh, I'll tell Bradley you stop by uh, shortly before your death. Uh, should you know things become worse than they already are? Yes, of course, of course and. Um, Tends to look after himself. Of course, of course. Anyway, be safe. Thank you. You too. You head outside, and you see Leeson's kind of like fast walking down a street. You go and catch up with him. Mind filling me in here? There's a Harper's office here in the city. Um, and I just didn't, you know... The Harpers, we're, we're a known organization, but we're also trying to be a little secretive, um, and so I just didn't want to talk about it around, uh, you know, such an enclosed place. Um, it should be around here somewhere. You see he's looking around, and then he spots a... just a brick building, um, and you see etched onto one brick is a symbol that looks symbol to that looks similar to a symbol that Leeson has on his uh, coat. And he goes and he knocks on the door, and he whispers to the doorkeeper, and the door opens, and you two are let in. Now, you can come with me, or you can stay here. You're, you're, in, a, you're in a sort of, like, waiting room. Um, there's a receptionist desk and some seats... Um, and it's lit by candles, but not much else. It's a little dim in here. And you see there are doors to, uh, there's a door to the left and a door to the right on the back wall. And he goes, you can either come with me or you can stay here and I'll go get it. But we do have, I know we have some form of teleportation circles throughout Faerun. 
And so if I can get scrolls and I can get them to tell me where these teleportation circles are, or if I can get scrolls that match these teleportation circles, then we can, like, teleport to places. Then what, what are we waiting for? I'll, I'll, let me help you look. Yes, of course. You two head into the door on the left, and you see it's sort of like an office building. Uh, people are, you know, talking amongst themselves. People are going here, hither and thither with paperwork, etc. And I've been using that a lot. <laughs> and you head into a room with just papers and books and scrolls stacked everywhere. And you see there's this little uh, halfling woman sitting behind a desk. And she goes, Oh, listen, I, I wasn't expecting you. Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> we... What's it like in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like in Neverwinter? Um, <laughs> we're looking for scrolls of teleportation specifically to Candlekeep. Well, you're not going to find anything. You know Candlekeep has spells and all kinds of things protecting it from teleportation both into and out of. Gods, of course it does. Those fucking wizards. What about well, what about somewhere close by? We don't we don't necessarily have to get get in. We can just let me look at my records here. You see, she pulls out this book that's like half the size of her. Hmm. She flips to a page. Closest place, closest. Place. There's one in Baldur's Gate, but that's uh, that's about five days away. Is that too far for you? Uh, I mean. She's already in prison now, so I don't know. Ah, here we are. There is a small outpost about a half a day's away from uh, from Candlekeep. Um, the issue is that it's a very small outpost and you would have to enter the circle one at a time. Is that okay with you two? Uh... Yeah, I think so. I'm certain. Yeah, I don't know. I asked. I figured that would be... Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that works. Also, do you think we could get a scroll to teleport to um, Waterdeep? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, sure, this is for official business, right? Yes, yes, of course. Of course, there is... Uh, Candlekeep has a prisoner uh, that... Uh, we are very, we in Waterdeep uh, very much need alive. Um, and so I have to go get her. Oh, listen, they're always sending you on the most dangerous missions, aren't they? <laughs> you know they are. But don't worry, I stay safe for you, cutie. And he gives her a little wink and she blushes. And she goes and she, like, hurries along. What the fuck was that? Me and Delilah, we have this. We have this little flirtation going on. It's it's nothing. It's just harmless flirting. And you see, she goes and gets the scrolls, and she hands them to Lisa, and she goes, "Come back to me, you big strapping man." And she kind of okay. smacks him <laughs> on the butt, and he goes, "All Oof. right." And they and you two walk out, and he goes, "Yeah, it's a shame, really. She's." Uh, you know, she's married, 
So, anyway. You know, office flirts happens all the time. I guess I just never expected it of you. There are a lot of things that you would need to, that you need to learn of me, Lock Dangerfield. Um, I try to keep it, I try to keep an air of professionality. Um, you know, generally, I mean, but I mean, but you didn't. Did but you, you got I mean, you got You got You got to let loose and be goofy every once in a while. Yeah, I know. You can't, I, I, you can't no, be totally, too serious. Listen, I, to, I, I totally get it. I've, you know, I, I'm, you know, it keep, you know, it keeps, uh, keeps things nice and lie in a bit, bit of brevity. I just feel like the mission we're on is so important. <laughs> I just want to make sure your eyes on the ball. No, definitely, definitely. My eyes are definitely on the ball, for sure. Anyway, okay. um, well, let's go find a nice spot of uh, ground where we can just open this teleportation circle. I think we actually have a teleportation circle room somewhere here. And you walk down a hallway and you, you know, find it. And he opens the scroll and places it on the floor. And you see he puts his hand on it and a teleportation circle opens. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. As soon as you step foot onto this circle, you are in a very cramped room. You it's it's also pitch black, but you have night vision, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can definitely see the door handle um, and you open it. And it is raining there, but you are definitely within view of Candlekeep. You can see the city or the town. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, about a minute behind you comes Leoson. <sighs> All right. Wow, teleportation really feels weird sometimes, but what are you going to do? Anyway, that's Candlekeep. God, there's black walls of obsidian. Never ceases to take my breath away. Yes, well, that's exactly... We, uh, we need to break into that. Well, I, they don't know who we are or no. why we're here. So, hold on. Let me think of something. It's probably best if I stay outside... And keep the teleportation circles. Because, you know, you can't teleport in or out of Canopy. So I yes. should stay outside and keep hold of the teleportation circle. I was going to suggest the same thing. You can be our, uh, our getaway guy. Just make sure yes. that... So open. you will need to go in, right? Yeah. Here. He gives you a sort of badge. This is my Harper's badge. Go in there, tell them you're a Harper, and you need to see the prisoner. And then, if anybody asks you, you say you need to take the prisoner to Waterdeep for questioning. And if that doesn't work, I guess improvise. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you know what? This isn't this isn't the first time I've had to break into a, into a place. Granted, all those times it went quite poorly, but uh, yeah, we'll um, just just keep the teleportation circle. I mean, open. I've, you, you've learned you've learned and grown better since then, right? I've been stuck in a prison for a while. I think if anything, I've got worse. <laughs> well, you're a charismatic guy. I'm certain you can uh, fool somebody. Now, let's um, 
let's head that way. I'll stay close by, but not mm. close enough where any guards will see me. No good. So hopefully we, you should um, get in, get out, get out. If if things uh, if things go poorly, we'll uh, we'll be coming in hot. <laughs> so uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, I teleportation circles do stay open for about ten minutes, so I hope it doesn't go too poorly, because they will be following us into Waterdeep if issues arise. Yes, well, as as long as you don't, uh, as they don't know who you are. I mean, we. But I'm, I'm sure there's uh, as as we're fighting the uh, the dragon cold, we, we won't be in Waterdeep for very long. So all we have to do is reunite with Votoroy and get the, get the band back together, and we can we can head out. It doesn't matter if we're fugitives. I mean, more, we're more or less fugitives already, but just from the dragon cult. So that's very true. All right, let's head that way. You um, head that way, and. He, you, you go to like the eastern wall. It's on a cliffside, um, and Leeson says, "Okay, I'll stay here. When you get out, you run this way. Like, don't care who sees you. Just sprint." Yes, no, we'll do. Good, and you head to the front gates, and I'll... you. What? Before I get in view of anyone, I'm going to use my mask of many faces to just make myself look like just a generic human. Oh hell yeah! Go but for with it. Like, you know, with like with a, I know the Harpers don't really have a un- uniform, but something that looks relatively official, like yeah, like, I'm, no, like I'm some sort of bureaucrat being sent here to get answers. Absolutely, you do that, and you knock on the door, and the eye hole opens, and you hear someone go, "What do you want?" Ah, good. Uh, good morning, my fellow. Uh, my fellow, is it morning? It is morning, isn't it? Yeah, it's morning. Oh, that's sure. Yeah. Good morning, my dear fellow. I've been sent. I uh, sort of show the badge. I've been sent by. Well, it's probably afternoon. It's about a half a day away. The teleportation circle that you left. That's true. That's true. Good afternoon, my dear fellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I show show the badge, I um I am from the venerable. Uh, Order of Harpers. My name is Zen Darksaber, and I have been <laughs> I've been sent to uh, garner some information vital to the war effort from a prisoner you have. And I'll, I'll make a um, I'll make a show of kind of like leafing through some pages and go uh, a Annie Greenleaf or something along those lines. He closes the eye hole and he opens the door. Um. <laughs> You see, it is a, a large half-orc who is standing there. Alright, you stay here. I'll go get some guards to escort you. Well, thank you, my good man. You see, he walks away. The town looks very not-so-bustling. There are no people on the streets. There are guards posted everywhere. You see somebody comes up and goes, Hey! Who let you in? Don't you know we're on lockdown? We've had a major security breach. Why are you here? I need some verification. I, uh, it's funny you should mention that. I'm here for the very same security breach. Uh, I've been sent by the Harpers, and I am here to speak to your prisoner to see what information she might be able to provide to aid the war effort. 
Give me a deception. Okay. That's 25. Okay, yeah, now I'm not even going to roll against it. Well, let me see if I get a natural 20. Please don't. I did not. I almost did. Did not, though. Alright, checks out. I'm certain the guard who let you in is also going to get people to escort you to the prisoner. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Um, Alright. Well, I'm going to stay here and watch you. Might, might, uh, might I ask while I'm... Uh, well, us chaps are just hanging out here. Um, this uh, this all seems quite, quite a lo- lot for one person. Well, it was originally two people. Someone took the guise of one of our own. And they stole from us a very sacred relic and did something entirely unprecedented. Something we never... It shouldn't be possible. They teleported out of here. We don't know how, and we don't know why they wanted what they wanted, but they left this person behind. And so we've been, you know, interrogating them and such. And uh, the council... Uh, come the next couple of days, we'll decide their fate. Mm. By the by, the gods, that must be exceptionally powerful individual to be able to break through the enchantments around this place. Yes, absolutely. The um, the prisoner they uh, they left behind is this accomplice. What's their condition? Well, I am assuming they left them alive to interrogate them so uh they probably just did the usual you know what they do with prisoners here well we've never really had too many prisoners so it's kind of i don't really know what they're doing i haven't seen the prisoner myself oh i can understand that this is all quite unprecedented but these are unprecedented times we live in yes that is exactly what the person who stole the artifact from us said uh well that's that 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 that, that is surely a coincidence <laughs> indeed a few uncomfortable minutes pass by <laughs> this guy just kind of staring at you eyes squinted and finally the half work comes back and you see two uh people in robes the bottoms of the robes now muddied from uh, all of the mud and rain, holding these uh, very ornate-looking swords, say, You here for the prisoner? Follow us, then. Indeed, thank you. Lead on, good chap. And <laughs> they lead you to uh, up these this grand staircase into the fortress. They, um, You head into a large room that has, like, these huge like thrones on top of steps in a sort of circle. Um, And in the middle of the circle, you can see Annie just sort of floating there. Unmoving. Can I roll an arcana check to see how she's imprisoned? Absolutely. Oh, that's a natural one. (laughs) It's a natural one. You have no idea what the fuck is going on. Um, I'll I'll turn to the uh, uh, prisoners. How are you keeping us suspended like that? You hear a voice call from behind you. We have her in 
a perpetual hold person. As long as she is within the walls of this keep, she will be held still. And you see, it is a very... Like the most important looking person here. This is the (laughs) council leader whose name I have uh, unfortunately forgotten. Um... Ah, you must be the uh, the main the main man in charge. My name is Zen Darksaber. The Order of the Harpers salutes you. Yes, I've been told why you're here, and you have no authority here. We will deal with the prisoner ourselves. So I'm sorry you wasted your time coming here, but please be on your way. Oh, c- uh, come now. I mean, yes, you are You are correct that the Harpers, of course, have no authority in your sovereign st- uh, state, and we wouldn't dream of having anything, anything to do with that. However, we are not here to... Uh, well, I am not here to interfere with the comings and goings of your, of your justice. You, know, you, you can do with the prisoner what you see fit. All I seek is to ask her a few questions. We have reason to believe that she has been in league with other mem- uh, members of uh, my order and that uh, we have some of her associates under watch and it would be any information I can garner, I can garner from her right now would be just... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just imperative to the next steps to rooting out any other co-conspirators she might have. Give me persuasion. Okay. Come on! Ugh, that's a ten! <laughs> While your quest does sound important, I'm afraid the bylaws of this land, of this city... We cannot allow you to take this prisoner. Now, uh, I will not make you turn in, uh, leave the town, but you cannot have the prisoner. And she will be not talking to anyone other than the High Council. Well, uh, that is most regrettable, but uh, I, I will respect your decision. Um... If, if I may, since I'm already here, there might be some information uh, surrounding dragons and the dragon cult I might be able to search for while, I, while I'm here. Would you permit me to peruse your extensive library? Regrettably, while knowledge is free to all, we've had a very serious breach of security and trust. And thusly, I cannot allow outsiders to seek uh, seek that which is within our walls. Oh, I, I understand. But please try and see it from my point of view. I've come quite a long way to be able to speak to this pr- uh, prisoner for some vital information. And understandably, you don't want you don't want that. And to try and make this uh, this trip worthwhile, I'm now I'm. Uh, I, I'm now no longer allowed to peruse your uh, your fine volumes. Again, completely understandable. But please try and see it from my point of view. I, you know, 
I, I must return with something to my superiors, otherwise this will all be for in vain. Fine. He snaps his fingers, and you see a sort of page-looking boy uh, comes up, and he says, Go gather uh, information we have on dragons, and bring it to this gentleman. You are not permitted to live, leave this town with the, these documents. You may go... That's quite right. Uh, there is an inn down uh, down the way that you may stay at um, and peruse these documents then, but we will be expecting them back. In fact, Roscoe! And you see a very sort of dirty-looking red-haired man step into the uh, room. Yes. Yes, I counselor. You are to watch this man as he views our documents. Do you understand? I, I do. I counselor. Good. And a couple minutes pass, and and you receive like a stack of books and some scrolls, and you and Roscoe head down into town, into the inn, and. Do you just want to do this at a table? Do you want to rent a room? Uh, yeah, I think I'll, put, uh, I'll, I'll rent a room for uh, um, for the purposes of this, this ruse. Cool. You rent a room. Roscoe follows you in. And he closes the door behind you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I suppose while I'm here, I might as well peruse through these the sheaf. Is there anything of, of note that is useful? Just informations about dragon anatomy... The different types of dragons, uh, Draco liches, stuff like that. Nothing really that you wouldn't already know from your time uh, dealing with the cult. Uh, as uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pour over them for you know for a while, and then uh, make a bit like make a big show of sort of like doing a big yawn and a stretch, and kind of like taking a break. And I'll turn to Roscoe and just go, go. So, uh, how long have you been in service of Candlekeep? I've been here for quite a while. I was once uh, one of the one of the people, one of the monks who was learning, but recently, due to my actions, I have been demoted. Um, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, if it's not prying, might I ask what happened? Well, the prisoner, Annie Oakleaf, is a daughter of a dear friend of mine, uh, Theodore Oakleaf. And I, they came and they pled to the council. They pleaded, I guess. And they said that they needed information. Um, and the council, of course, said no. As you can see, they're very obstinate. And, well, I distracted them. I distracted the guards and, and the high councillor while they snuck in. And then it turned out that Theodore was not who he said he was. And now Annie's imprisoned, and I've been demoted because we were both fooled. And uh, I can't help but feel bad for that poor girl. Yes, well, from your story, it seems like she was as much a victim as you were. She's probably the biggest victim of all in this whole thing. Well then, 
It is quite a shame that she will be tried and most likely put to death, would you say? It's the biggest shame. And she's, you know, one of them dragon slayers. She's actively fighting this this danger that's out in the world. But the council just won't see to reason. Their pride, their egos have been struck. Yes, well, what can you do, really? I mean, it's not a... It's not as if, you know, you or I could uh, could single-handedly break in, break her out, and then escape in what would be the grandest uh, of jailbreaks ever committed. You see, he froze his brow. You're not here to trick me again, are you? I'm not fallen for it a second time. Trick you? No, not not at all. I mean. Okay, so I, I would, oh, loud, big sigh. Not at all. I'm all I'm merely pointing out is that if an enterprising soul w- uh, would put it upon themselves to free a vital piece in the battle in the in the, in the chess game against T- uh, Tiamat herself, it would be a it would be a hero who would be able to rescue her. Not a not say someone who has been demoted or a traitor. It would be someone. To be remembered in the history books, sort of turning the tide, as they say. As they say. Who are you, really? Are you Severin Silurgin? No, I. Uh, no, I'll, I'll let the. Um, I'll let the illusion fall down and go. No, not not at all. My name is Locke Dangerfield, and I saved Annie's life at the expense of my own freedom. But now I have it back, and I will not let her die again. So, Roscoe, you're, now that you've, you've you're seen... You're one of the dragon slayers. Indeed I am. I'm quite glad that my uh, reputation precedes, uh, precedes me. But now that you know who I am, uh, Roscoe, you have uh, two choices. You can... Well, three, I suppose. You can pretend you didn't see anything and let me go about uh, about my business. You can help me try and rescue, uh, rescue Annie. Two heads are better than one, and I'm sure... We'll be able to give you some sanctuary once you escape from here. Or three, you can go and t- tell your superiors that I'm here. But uh, I'm afraid if that is a choice you make, then you will not leave this room. If I help you, then I'll be excommunicated. Excommunicated by who? The people who are going to execute Annie? The people who would... Who would take a, 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 a simple mistake due to loyalty that you made and demote a what appears to be quite a capable man over it? The sort of the sort of people who will not will keep the knowledge and hoard it to themselves while the world burns around them. If the, if it's their your if, if it's their judgment or their respect that you des- uh, desire, then I'm afraid you might be looking in the wrong place. No. You're right. Uh, this would be the right thing to do. Annie is innocent, and I got her into this mess. I need to get her out of it. Do you have yeah, a plan? Yes. Uh, we need. To, we obviously we need. We need to get back in there. I have, uh, say, the gift of looking like other people. I suggest I go in as your high council member, with you by my uh, by my side to. Talk the way uh, way through anyone who might recognise my voice, uh, and we can make our way 
to Annie, at which point I will see what can be done about this spell that keeps it there. Once that's done, uh, we make for make for an open space and I can get us out of here. Well, I'll tell you something. The spell, if she leaves the city, or if she leaves the keep, would wear off in a couple of hours. So, so she'll be right useless to us, you know, when we immediately get out of there. But, you know, a couple hours down the line, she'll be great. That sounds perfect. Um, I have a I have a contact outside the outside the walls who uh, is keeping open a teleportation circle for us. Fantastic. Uh, I'll then you best know I'll be coming with you. Of course, a, a a man like you who's willing to stand up not once but twice to tyranny. That's what the dragon slayers are made of, my friend. All right. Okay. Then let's get do it. Let's get this done. You get all the books and things, and you head back up, and you you stand in the room, and you say your goodbyes to Roscoe, your pretend goodbyes to Roscoe, and and the high counselor, and and you walk away. And when you see they're out of sight, and you see that. Roscoe kind of nods his head at you. You cloak of many faces yourself into the High Counselor. Ah, High Counselor, what brings you back so soon? I wish to inspect the prisoner. Ah, yes, of course. Um, please, by all means. You see there are some guards who are just staring at you with their ornate swords and uh, ornate shields at the ready. There are about four of them. Well, it uh, uh, seems everything's going right. Correct, correctly, High Chancellor? High Chancellor? Very much so. Well, hold on a second. What is this? Ah, oh, look at that. It looks like the spell is wearing off. We're going to have to take her and get her respelled. Don't you think so? Most regrettable. Uh, you, you, you guards, please, uh, please go and uh, fetch the the arcanist to to fix this before we have another jailbreak on our hands. Give me persuasion. That's nineteen. Nineteen. You see two of these guards go. But another two stay. Well, you heard the High Counselor. What are you waiting for? They just stand there. High Counselor, Hmm. might I remind them what happens to those who commit uh, insubordination uh, to the orders of a superior. I think that you better. It is the it's the flagellum for you if you don't get on your way. You see they kind of step forward and point their swords. You're not the High Counselor. 
whatever gave you that idea? And I'm going to cast Wall of Fire between me and them. <laughs> you do exactly that. Roscoe... Uh, yeah, ringed wall around them. Hell yeah. Roscoe grabs Annie and kind of is holding her like you would hold a big piece of lumber and just starts sprinting. Yeah, I saw running with him. <laughs> you are... Yeah, you start running. You are... You hear spells uh, clattering behind you um, as they are now firing at you. You see a large fireball takes out a huge chunk of the floor uh, right behind you. Um, these fireball in a library? Are you insane? Dead serious. Well, this isn't this isn't the library portion. No, no, I'm just I'm, I'm just shouting that back at them. <laughs> and hey, they're going this way. You see, there are more guards coming. Oh, I hope you have a way to communicate with your friend because otherwise we're not going to have enough time to get out of here and get the portal open and closed. F- find me a window, Roscoe. Buy you a window? No, find me a window find somewhere outside. Window. Well, we don't have to have a window. I know a way out. Follow me. And you see he runs uh, down a hallway and um, he sort of charges into some guards who are knocked back. And he kicks open a small door um, and begins running outside. And I'm assuming you follow him. Um, yeah. So you two, um, you see the room behind you as soon as you step out of it is engulfed in flames. Um, you see lightning crackling behind you. You make it down the stairs of the keep and you are just about to reach the door when suddenly <laughs> landing in front of you is the high counselor. Roscoe, you disappoint me not once, but twice now you have betrayed our order. Fuck you and your order. <laughs> if your head is so far up your own ass that you can't help out the world around you, then I don't want to be a part of it. And you see he just fucking charges into the High Counselor and kind of uses Annie like a blunt a ba- weapon <laughs> and just smacks him across the head with her. And he just fa- and the high counselor falls to the ground and he's like holding his head. Uh, uh, and you see there's blood dripping from his forehead. And you two open the gates, uh, and you begin heading to the east wall. This is the most exhilarating thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> well, we're not we're not out of the woods yet. Keep running. You head and you see Leeson and he goes who's this? Who's this guy? Roscoe, he's a friend we must get, we got to get out of here now Right he presses his hand down, this should take us to Waterdeep all three of us can, all four of us can stand on here and you see Roscoe go, no, it's only you three, someone has to buy time for the portal to close or to follow you through Roscoe, they'll kill you I, I know, but at least I'll die doing something to protect this world instead of cowering behind a castle wall, reading books for n- God knows how long. Ros- Go. Ro- 
Roscoe, you're, you're Annie's only family left. No, I'm not. She has you, don't she? And with that, he kind of pushes you into the teleportation circle and you <sighs> immediately are in uh, a room. And you sort of... Leeson teleports in <sighs> immediately behind you. And you go and you take Annie... And you step outside and you are in water deep. This episode of Modular has been Jack Dean as Locke Dangerfield and Thorn George as our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module The Rise of Tiamat. Holly Lyons is our fantastic ed- editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. And our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod, join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, and follow us on Instagram at the modular podcast follow us on tiktok at the modular podcast and subscribe to us on youtube at you guessed it the modular podcast here's a quick shout out to kip delong jeff clapp and owen smith who will follow us on facebook and if you want to shout maybe you should follow us on facebook too truly it is the this is this is a labor of love we you know, none of us are, are paid to do this none of us like this is all stuff in outside of our working hours or and it's uh, it's not always easy but trying to find the time to keep up with the episodes and things like that so your support and the you uh, our listeners our audience are, are really the thing that keeps us going so um thank you so much everyone and the more uh, the more you get the word out there the more people can come and sort of keep us going and help with that motivation so uh thank you and i hope you're enjoying the show uh, new episodes come out every tuesday and until then thank you for listening to modular uh-huh.